Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respect to elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. And welcome to our Gaze Revolting After Show. This is Gaze Revolting Up Late. We are now all naked in the yes. studio. Big Brother Up Late. Tune in. There are webcams, but we're not going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where to find them. Uh, XTube.com slash Gaze Revolting Pod. Oh, uh, someone's tried that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I want to talk a bit about stereotypes. Uh, personally, for me, I am a walking stereotype. <laughs> the I, <only> <laughs> I, I love a bit of uh, Bette Midler, Liza Minnelli, Judy Garland. I hate sports. I live in the inner city. I have a miniature sausage dog. Oh, my uh, God. I've never actually <laughs> put it under the microscope it need to be put under microscope I hang out at places like DT's I, 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 I am time. a walking steward I love my gay festivals I go to my drag shows that sort of thing I go to all my little gay fundraisers that sort of stuff <laughs> and I have very little interest in the bachelorette or whatever it's called but when I was a kid I hated mm. everything that was stereotypically gay mm. and that's because I got bullied for it and uh, you know people laughed at Jack on Will and Grace you know, yeah. the straight kids at school he was a faggot uh, because he was camp and effeminate and as I've gotten older and started to learn to love myself yeah. um, I've decided to embrace that stuff and yeah. I now whilst it's 100% a part of me and I'm not putting it on as an act yeah. I wear that as a proud badge on my sleeve because yeah sometimes there are stereotypes that are true mm. and I'm going to lean into them and, and why be the proud fuck of not them. yeah <laughs> but but it is an interesting topic I think because there are times when when if you guys were mm. to, to point those stereotypes out I'll have a laugh but if certain other people were to point those stereotypes out I'd say mm. oh not really cool for you to say that yeah it's like yeah I can say it <laughs> like, exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kirsty uh. Yeah, well, You're I mean, oh, yeah, you know, you, every status I, update yeah. on Facebook is about bunning. So if you tell me you don't lean into stereotypes, <laughs> no one would ever know I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Tom will point it out. If they didn't. Yeah, 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 he'll absolutely point it out. Um, yeah, I'm with Tom. I'm a, I'm a complete walking stereotype. I <laughs> totally embrace it. I love Bunnings. Um, I uh, just recently bought an apartment with my girlfriend. We've been together for less than two years. Um, when I've told straight people that we've bought an apartment together, they've been like, you and Elle haven't been together for that long, have you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, um, it's actually been 17 months. Thank you very much. And, <laughs> and as lesbians, we're actually... 
commitment phobic. You've like, actually, yeah. We is should it, have bought the Is it a lesbian relationship like how ago. you measure a baby's age in the beginning? Like it's 17 months. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not a year and a half. half. 17, it's 17 months. months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 17 months and three days. Thank you very much. For anyone but, that doesn't follow you, you're an idiot. <laughs> they should be following Kirsty because she's amazing. I was like, follow this idiot, lesbian. For anyone that's not following Kirsty, you're an idiot. Go follow Kirsty. She's amazing. But you would think that Kirsty is sponsored by Bunnings. It's, it is. And to the point where people have now started bringing Bunnings merchandise to your gigs. That's correct, yes? Oh, my God. That's yeah, people yeah. Started bringing yeah, people, presents. people give me Bunnings you should do a show in Bunnings. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like incredible. Have a sausage sizzle. I've got every hat that's yeah. been produced by Bunnings and people have gifted them to me. Uh, I've got teddy bears. That's yeah. so I've got dream. blow-up that hammers. Is, what can our thing be? <laughs> I've been trying with catfish for like, uh, like an entire year. You want people year. to bring it. Our thing's went on Wellington, Kyle. I've been trying this for a year and a half. I got yeah. given this massive gift box while I was doing a gig in Margaret River in WA. Oh, yeah. fancy. Like a huge hamper. Yeah. And it had like a beautiful bottle of bubbles in it. And then it had like 10 items from Bunny. Oh, like a power drill. It, it was all wrapped up. Like it was incredible. And then I, I, I had to drag it back oh, across yeah. on the east side. Like, but absolutely loved it. But yeah, I am. I'm a massive yeah. stereotype. I'm always at Bunnings at the moment yeah. because I'm, I'm oh, doing well, it makes this apartment sense. with yeah. my partner. So. Yeah. For your 17-month... Yeah. Relationship. I love when Absolutely. Joel like Creasy it. was uh, moving into his new house and he needed something from Bunnings, so he called you and yeah. then <laughs> you because he didn't know how to do yeah. Bunnings. Yeah, and we went so to he Bunnings. Got you it to was take the best. He was like, yeah. "All right, you're like, I'm actually in Bunnings thing. right now. So yeah. what? Like, what? Actually, I'll just pick it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he messaged me and he was like, "But all jokes aside, would you take me to Bunnings?" And I was like crying. I couldn't you're like, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. I couldn't reply because my phone was wet from my tears. I was like, I thought you never asked. And I That's took him so there funny. and I was just like, right, all right, what do we need? All right, we've got a plan. We've got to go, we've got to go west. Yeah. We've got to go two miles west. And like, like picking up dried off the floor and like <laughs> sniffing it and like yeah. this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And look, I'm like, I'm so happy mm. to be a stereotype. I think stereotypes obviously exist for mm. a reason. It's important to acknowledge that everyone doesn't fit into that stereotype. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's I the feel reason? like people just say yes to that when people say stereotypes exist for a reason. Oh, yeah, like, we agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's the reason? Well, there's truth in them? Grouping. People it's have just, observed mm, other people, mm. maybe who are either the same as them or different to them, um, seemingly. It's efficiency, mm. basically. I, I, I think that it's just placing people into boxes because that's how our brains mm. work. Yes. Categorise. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's categorisation. And like everything in life, it can be great or it can be harmful. Mm. Right, so you can either group yourself along with other people, acknowledging that you're still going to have your own differences, or you can also be like, okay, maybe that group of people are different to mm-hmm. me. I'm not saying that across the board it's a great thing and that it's indicative of all of the nuances of individual people. Absolutely. Oh, but I do think, yeah, yeah I do think that it it's just from. a matter of, it's probably, uh, look, I'm not a scientist, it probably dates back. Um, really? Just like, yeah. Why have we got you on this <laughs> fucking <I am> podcast? <laughs> I'm so sorry for putting that on my business card, but it's not true. That wasn't on your resume. <laughs> We've Maybe, been in here for like two uh, hours. <laughs> Maybe it dates back to survival instinct. Maybe, like, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, not the actual definition of the word stereotype. Yeah. But I'm sorry I put you on the You've spot. hit the nail on the head. <laughs> not at all. I mean, you I'm sorry I had to come out as not being a scientist. You did hit the nail on the head, though, when you said it's just in... The important part is to acknowledge that not everyone fits into that box yeah. whilst you embrace it. And there are points also where it's not okay to point out someone's um, stereotypes if you're not part or you're not accepted into mm-hmm. their friendship circle or whatever. But then there's also that interesting thing with you being in the public eye where you make jokes about Bunnings on social media and then 
cis white heterosexual people that have been to your show will tweet a picture of them at Bunnings and send it to you and you it, it's sort of okay now for them to, yeah, to point that out because yeah. you've sort of welcomed them into... Open those into, doors to them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've opened the doors That's to exactly that. That's exactly yeah. right. And I think it's the same as any kind of joke or conversation, mm. like you have to be invited into it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, So yeah. what you were saying before about how you and I will often... Point each other's. Make, yeah, point yeah. each other's. Um, You'd subtweeted it, me the other day. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that Kirsty. <laughs> I'd, had, I'd had a dark few days and I hadn't replied to a few text messages from Kirsty. <laughs> I was concerned about him. And so she tweeted <laughs> something about, gay men are just like everyone else, except that they take a week to reply to your text uh, messages. Uh, <laughs> and tough. also, in my defence, I was subtweeting both you and Joel Creasy. The, so. two, <laughs> the two gay men you know, yeah. <laughs> In your defence, Tom is rubbish at Facebook and replying at things and events. Oh, these were text messages. Oh, God. (laughs) I I think there were like six text messages, two Facebook messages, a tweet and an email. I always give him and Joel a wide berth. I give them several weeks and then I'll subtweet them. (laughs) So I think that's actually very... And then we respond straight away. Yeah. Yeah, And and I didn't even tag him in that subtweet. I'm usually like, can someone please tell... But you're so high in my feed rotation (laughs) that I saw it straight away. I'm like, can someone please tell at Thomas Jaspers to reply to one of my 15... At Thomas John 86, uh, if you want to play. Yeah, sorry, Thomas John 86. Yeah. Um, Luke, I'd like to ask you some questions as the only person of colour uh, on the panel tonight. You often point out stereotypes from mm. your own background. Mm. Obviously, I'm not going to point that out. <laughs> Why not, Tom? <laughs> Are you talking about my driving skills? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I'm leaving. Can you drive, though? <laughs> People do you find there's something laugh. quite empowering about pointing those stereotypes at yourself? No, <laughs> uh, it's tricky. Like we have this conversation about stereotypes and, and it's great, mm. but I, I think the reality is often we don't get to choose how we're stereotyped. No, stereotypes no. come from other people. Absolutely. And and that's where the trouble lies. Mm. Yeah. We don't get the option to go out and pick which stereotypes. We don't have the power over it. Yeah. It, it This categorization and boxing of people together Mm. is happening from external sources Mm. and that's why we have love-hate relationships with them Uh, as someone who copped both the gay stereotypes and the asian stereotypes growing up and didn't gel with either Mm. of them Mm. and have grown up to be quite a dysfunctional young gay asian man i kind of dislike both of Mm. them because Mm. it's kind of like a weird growth on your back or something that you're like oh i just can't get rid of yeah. this thing because yeah, right. interesting everywhere i go i'm the asian and i'm, I'm the gay and mm. and so many connotations come along with that yeah. that just don't yeah. apply to me also racial do- stereotypes are often steeped in racism oh yeah. like oh, they're yeah, harmful that, that like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're that's not to say that but, a lot of homophobic stereotypes aren't steeped yeah. in homophobia no, like there's a different thing between you and I yeah. commenting on on being a gay and a, a lesbian yeah. as opposed to me as a white person pointing out stereotypes uh, of, of different ethnic minorities. Yeah, and, and I feel, and as an outsider looking in, that some of my friends who are people of colour, the racial stereotypes that they've had like pushed onto them yes. have been unfavourable mm. and harmful. Yes. Whereas like for me as a cisgendered white person, mm. the kind of stereotypes that I'm subjected to are to do with my sexuality and they're things that a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us have taken ownership over. Yes. Or maybe have even generated ourselves, such as lesbians moving in after two dates. Mm. That's a tactic yeah. to... 
get them to move in after two days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> put that out there. But, but even my friends who don't operate in a relationship like that, who are lesbians and are aware of that stereotype, it's not necessarily a deeply offensive, Humble. harmful. It'd mm. just be like, oh, I'm not like that. Yeah. Right. But it, it would be totally different to me if people were profiling me racially mm. and were putting those stereotypes onto me. Yes. So I, I wish that I was emotionally intelligent enough uh, in a lot of ways, but in this instance, mm. to be able to separate those two things. So the fact that I've been racially stereotyped and my sexuality has been stereotyped. If I, if, if I was a scientist... Emotional. If any of us were scientists. If I was an emotional scientist, <laughs> I'd be able to separate those two things and embrace one mm. for being great. And like, uh, there are elements of that that I, of those st- gay stereotypes that I do have. Mm. I love Drag Race. I'm a mm. Nancy Drew on Reddit. I, I say really nasty things about Kyle online. <laughs> like, there From is an anonymous some... blog. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> like, there are traits that I have that totally align with gay stereotypes that yeah. I would love to embrace, but I I cannot. But you do... uh, separate. Yeah, that's that's fair. The totally. fact that those two things yeah. to me are intertwined, mm. and so they've always been sort of negative and harmful. Yeah, I yeah. hate. I hate stereotypes because I don't like being told who I am mm. from an outside perspective. And I don't like being pushed into a box because it makes me want to rebel and do the opposite of that and want to be something else. And I did have a lot of hangups growing up and realizing I was gay and kind of striving, like not being comfortable with it and striving to do the opposite. I mean, obviously I've never really gone to sports, so that one couldn't be saved, but um like not liking like musicals or like willfully like not doing these kinds of things because I didn't want to be a stereotype and I wanted to kind of maybe like prove to like my father or something that not yeah. all gay people are like this. I can still be normal and like quotation marks and loved. Yeah. So but it is something in musicals. You just got no culture. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it's something, it's something, yeah, that I would willfully and purposely try to stay away from. And mm. as, as I've like grown older, and being on this podcast and experience things, I've become a lot more comfortable with myself and I'm really happy for that. You're um, welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Definitely. I'm proud. Um, and I fucking love musicals now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. But there's something quite and empowering something I found, about... Like, and, uh, yeah, I'm so and, glad you're saying this. Yeah. yeah, honestly. And, like, I fucking love them. Like, and it's weird because I used to, like, have all these hate memories of, like, never wanting to sit through, like, yeah. Moulin Rouge and stuff like that. Yeah. And now I can't get enough of, like, Greatest Showman. Yeah. And, like, I don't care enough for it to, like, hurt me. I'm like, I know who I am as a person. Like, I know I don't generally fit into the gay stereotype. Like, I'm, like, a nerdy gamer kid, whatever. Yeah. That's not whatever. But, like, I don't care even if I were to. So the parts of me that do, I don't care about. And it's nice to see that also with my partner, Duncan, who is a big, like, burly, like, Big strong farmer man. Muscle like, Mary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've always really liked that part of him that he seems like this big manly guy from the country and he doesn't seem to have any gay stereotypes, but he doesn't care and he's never yeah. shown that he cares. The, the more he drinks, the gayer he gets, which mm. is so funny because he'll start calling everyone dull and like start mincing around. But um, anyway, I'm just saying I think that what I'm we're really all getting at is I care less the about day, stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're all getting at is at the end of the day, your boyfriend can be a big manly man from the yeah. country. Yeah. But he doesn't fucking love musical theatre. Absolutely. Because that's what stereotypes are. Calling him a big manly man is a stereotype as well. Exactly. Uh, I know, you can't escape it. Exactly. And And if you have them pushed onto you, Mm -hmm. or if you feel like you have to repress who you are because of stereotypes in in any way, that's super harmful. 
Yeah. And I think what I was trying to say at the beginning was that I've never, I, I was lucky enough to never have them pushed onto me. Mm. Yeah. Nobody was like, oh, well, if you're gay, you have to be this. Yeah. It turned out that it was more people going, oh, you've been at Bunnings again today. You're a walking stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I'd already, I was already yeah. living that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, embrace and I'm having it. a great time at yeah. Bunnings. So I'm able to embrace it. But it would have been a different yeah. experience for me had I had people telling me who I had to be. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I feel like you feel so powerful, like, once you've, like, embraced well, the other it. Thing is, there are like, so many yeah. elements. Like, we're all, four of us are, couldn't be more different. We're very different people. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many elements to each of us that make us up as an individual. Mm -hmm. Now, I love Liza and Judy a bit, <laughs> but I also fucking love Silverchair. But I'm never yeah. going, oh, you know me, I love Silverchair, because that's not a stereotype. That's yeah. not funny. Yeah. Um, but so you like quite, to lean into it. So, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't think I've ever mentioned the fact that I like Silverchair on, on this uh, podcast. Yeah, please never bring uh, yeah. it up again. Yeah, yeah, never, yeah. Ever. But it's funny... For me to go, oh, well, if Liza comes up, for me to go, well, you know me, I love Liza. And that's a yeah. funny thing because it's a stereotype. And I'm yeah. allowed to say that because I'm the person that I'm making fun of. And Kirstie's allowed to say it because she's a friend. And it's something that not mm. everyone can say about me. Not everyone can say, well, yeah. you fucking... But no one's going to go to me, well, you're a gay man, so you love Silverchair. Yeah. And we and we also have that goodwill and that understanding yeah. that we're both comfortable in who we are. And mm. that I know for a fact you like Liza, so I can yeah. make fun of that. You know yeah. for a fact that I like Bunnings. Yeah. Right, but it and probably vaginas, wouldn't be yeah. so. It probably wouldn't be so funny or helpful. Yeah, if we were just like, oh, hey. well, I know yeah. you. You like blokes and these. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, uh, <laughs> Isn't that what this whole show's been? It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation. At the end of the day, stereotypes—they're good. They're, they're bad. good. And <laughs> lean into them. Sometimes fine. helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but they're don't push them on anyone else. Yeah, yes. don't do that. Yes, they're for they're fun for white people. Yeah, right. <laughs> <That's really laughs> Backtrack. <laughs> oh, here we go. Another stereotype. Don't, oh. don't be racist is what we're yeah. trying to get at. Be a good person. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to our uh, paid listeners uh, for listening to uh, what's really just been a fun little bit of a laugh and a catch up. <laughs> we love you so much for subscribing. Please continue to do it. Yes. And uh, of course, if you are in Adelaide, we'll see you there. If you're in Sydney, we'll see you there. If you're in another city, hopefully we'll see you there sometime soon. So thanks so much for coming along, Kirsty. One more time. You are an absolute Pleasure. legend and we love you. Love you right back. Thank you're you so much for having lesbian. me. I mean, yeah. legend. <laughs> and uh, I hope we'll have you back on soon, yeah? Would have loved to. Yeah, oh, please yes. come back. That was fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll see you all soon. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. 
Well, hello and welcome to the Gazer Revolting Untucked edition. Um, we're fully untucked <laughs> and free from uh, the free Drag Race one. hater on <laughs> in our cast to have a little chat. Thank you, firstly, for subscribing to our Patreon. You, Patreon. Uh, you keep our show going and we love you very, very much. We but especially appreciated you during this whole pandemic. Yes. <laughs> You're keeping coffees in Kyle's mouth you know that's it you know how gay do love a nice coffee <laughs> <laughs> mocha chata chai latte. orange mocha frappuccino <laughs> so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about two drag race a series that are kicking off uh all stars five is currently mm-hmm. airing and drag race canada starts mm. at the time of recording tomorrow or yesterday when you listen to this but before we start, I did quickly want to ask an after-show untucked question, which I couldn't mm-hmm. do in the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you found that it's really hard to have anal sex after... <laughs> Don't laugh. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, this is a safe space. Go. <laughs> have you found it's really hard to have anal sex after quarantine because you've, like, re-tightened up and it's, like, ain't working oh. the way it should be work? Oh, did you guys have sex the whole way through? Yeah, because I'm really struggling, is what I'm saying. Do you not have toys at home that you can self dilate? No, Uh, you know that awkward thing where you're like, "That's the spot." You just got to push harder, you know. And they're like, "I don't think that's a spot." Keep on going. Yeah, (laughs) let's get onto the real tea. Who's watching All Stars Five? Who's enjoying the new format? It's okay. I like the new format. I think it's like exciting to see what queen they're going to bring back to do their lip sync mm. for your life and it makes them really work for it and it makes like the actual lip syncs more exciting because they're actually working harder for it it's not like two duds <laughs> yeah. do you find it annoying so anyone that hasn't seen it yet they've changed instead of the two top queens fighting for a tip they bring a lip sync assassin Mystery. back yeah and and it changes each week they're like a guest star which is super fun do you find it annoying though that because they've complicated the rule somewhat they have to spend like 10 minutes every episode explaining how the system It's been so works. hard to yeah. get my head around the first time. I was like, wait, It's very what? convoluted. I really enjoyed the lip sync last week. And I really enjoyed the one. Was it the first one with... Um, Evie Oddly? Evie. Evie oh, comes yeah, crazy. When her good. wig went flying, when she did a backflip, I was like, yeah. losing my mind. <laughs> I, I love a wig reveal that you think's a mistake at first, when you think the wig's fallen off. But then she like, like scratched her hair up. I'm like, oh, it was on purpose. She's got attitude, so it means it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying the, the appearance of the guest uh, lip sync assassins themselves. Yes. I don't sure. enjoy the convoluted... It drags the episodes down having to explain each week the voting yeah. system mm-hmm. and who these people are. And also, in my opinion, it kind of highlights the lack of charisma of some of these mm-hmm. queens when someone can appear for five minutes and you're like, oh, my God, it's Alyssa Edwards. I'm so happy. Yeah, so much hype when the actual cast isn't like... <laughs> well, you're like, the actual cast is kind of yeah. meh. Yeah. Meh. Um, yeah. That said, I'd, one thing I am enjoying about All Stars 5 is a sort of more even playing field between the queens. For sure. Oh, yeah. They didn't bring in just like one incredible person and then be like, well, you guys have to watch. Her name's Shay Kalei, but... Yeah, Shay. That's what I thought about Shay. <laughs> yeah. I just want Shay. Calm I just want to watch Shay and Jujube all day, every day. Yeah. Like, I want to go back and watch Jujube season. What season is she from? 
Three, two, three, two, two. I just watched it recently. I, I never I went that far back, but like I've seen clips of her on Instagram and stuff before this, and I was excited to see her because she seems so funny. And then she's totally living up to the hype, and like I just, I just want to like watch a whole show of her because she's so funny. Also, her talent, she she can sing bloody well, like so good. What I, I think I love the most about Jujubee, like, because I was going coming into this being like Shay Coulee. All the way, yeah. she's number one. She's gonna win. And then seeing Juju B like just bring it every week, be hilarious, be funny, and not only that, be really honest and vulnerable about her substance abuse problems in the past, because it's evident on her season of Drag Race that like she drank quite a lot, oh. and everyone was a bit like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's funny, ha ha ha. No, no, no. Like she had an actual addiction oh, problem, shit. and so mm. she didn't perform to her best ability and she talks when she's talking about it a little bit i love that she brought it to the forefront and it's just like look this is what happens in the drag community like a lot of us do have substance problems and like it's just not talked about that much you sort of expect it to be the life of the party and you're expected to like drink the most and you're expected to sort of take the most drugs and stuff because you're like what everyone is looking at and yeah i thought it was really amazing but i think it's really great that she's come back and she is right at the top of her game. And I yeah. honestly think that she's going to win. Oh, God, I'd be so happy if she won. But I'd also be so happy if Shay won. Because Shay is, like, mm. so polished. I think it's very clearly telegraphed to be a Shay Jujubee top two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, moments that I have enjoyed from this season are definitely Mariah's performance from episode one. I do think this is an all-stars trend now. Is every season there's a queen that does something really unpredicted and, like, not traditional drag show entertainment that gets completely yeah. unnoticed so i remember last season um miss gia gun doing this amazing japanese fan number that kabuki. Um, let's go kabuki mm. number and they didn't even acknowledge that that had happened and then mariah was so beautiful quite a timely more timely than they ever knew because they filmed this a year ago number about systemic racism and oppression the only person who acknowledged it in the room was fucking Ricky Martin for some reason. <laughs> was like, babe, you're safe. Yeah. Do you, what? How do you feel about this? Is causing some controversy in the Drag Race fandom? Is the rotating villain edits? Oh yeah, I feel like everyone's forward. taking a seat in the villain chair. Mm. The real dis- disparity in something that I'm sure is also being highlighted because of the protests at the moment is the difference of treatment cracker miss cracker has been getting a villain edit the last few episodes and a lot of the online uh feedback has been people were saying maybe she's on the spectrum um maybe she is in a show oh i really relate to no she's not that bad whereas past villain edits which have traditionally gone to people like the vixen and people of color have received from the same fandom death threats get off the fucking show Mm. go to hell and it's showing this real disparity between what happens when a white queen is getting the villain edit compared to when a black queen is what do you think about the cracker villain edit is are you empathetic to it cracker Uh, isn't isn't a villain i don't think she is at all i think just because she's obviously the easy target in because of her eyebrows they're painted very angry (laughs) all the time i feel like her eye makeup makes her look so evil and conniving all the time and it makes me laugh because i'm like they always pan to her and she's like hey hey." (laughs) like like, pointy eyebrows she just said stuff off the top of her head that doesn't really come out that well and i don't think she always intends 
potentially means things to come out in a bad way whatsoever. But yeah, I definitely think that she's an easy target. And I hate the way that the fandom is just like, maybe it's this, maybe it's yeah, that. I think she's still absolutely like, remember when she went on her season, it was like the inner saboteur thing. I feel like that's like accentuated this season with her. Like she hasn't fixed it or anything. I feel like at the very beginning of the season as well, like, Derek instantly got that, like, villain. Yeah, I thought they were going to make that a whole storyline. Well, I guess because she got voted out straight just away. straight up. <laughs> we were just like, shit, who else can we, like, do? Yeah. And then, like, Cracker came along and, like, can we just not paint a villain? Like, can we just watch a show and see them all compete fairly? And, like, if they have drama, they have drama. Like, let it be real. Like, why does it have to be curated that someone is a villain? Like, Because gays love drama. Why don't we <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love the drama but like yeah. like same with Derek she didn't have to be a villain like they had she had to be issues. Britney Spears like, yeah <laughs> Alexis Mateo is one of the funniest queens I think that's ever been in the drag race world oh, I find her so and annoying <laughs> she also is getting a villain edit well have yes. you seen season three Kyle? I haven't like no I haven't seen it is she, better, is she good in her season she's fabulous okay maybe I'll go back and watch <laughs> oh she's so uh, good but she's posted on Twitter some mm. of the messages she's got from that same episode with Cracker where people were saying, you fat so-and-so, go die, Jesus. kill That's yourself, right. you know, we hate you. Cracker is not getting that same level of hate despite them having very similar edits in the show. But mm. um, I, I think if Drag Race is going to continue in the format that it is, which it will, mm-hmm. yeah. which it will, we now live in a world where you need to be so much more mindful and the vixen... There's a hashtag training. The Vixen was right. The Vixen called this out in her yeah, season three absolutely. years ago about the, vi- the the villain portrayal of strong black characters and that any anyone that's creating a media that's being consumed needs to be aware of the context that you're putting these people into and that the way the fan base is going to react to Alexis Mateo is going to be different to the way they react to Derek or Miss Cracker which people laugh about, or they even, like, lift up. Derek is, like, the shady queen now that everyone's like, yeah. yeah. But they will not enjoy that if you put that same edit onto a person of color. They will rip them to shreds. So I don't I, I don't be liking that. And I hope Shay or Juju are going to be in the top two and I know they'll crown one of the two. And then it's either an Asian or a African-American oh. queen. Do you know what's yeah. so scary? Like, what if they rob them in the way that Manila was robbed? And I hate how they were teasing that everyone was, like, voting for Shay the other week. Oh, and my like, God. Oh, that was so stressful to watch. I was getting oh, heart swear to God. I was yeah. not enjoying watching I was her. like, I will how turn this off right now. Don't you do not vote her out. I oh. think that's a fundamental problem with giving the group a vote is they can vote out the reason to watch the show. Yeah. It was funny when it backfired on um, Mayhem. Well, see you later, Mayhem. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Ah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> have, you guys been watching, have you guys been watching Work the World on Stan as well? No, I, I have been watching a bit of it. I've seen actually. the physical live show. But the doco is so good because it takes these same queens from the RuPaul's world and removes all the facade of the editing. So you actually just get to spend an hour with yeah. them onto it as actual people. It's and really good. Yeah, it's been amazing to see queens that you sort of skip over in the seasons because they're not given one of these edits where they're either the winner or, or whatever. And you realize like, oh, that they have these incredible, incredible personalities and stories and, and performances. And I, yeah. I highly recommend checking out season one and two of Work the World on Stan. How do you guys think 
the Canada one will go. One of the queens is incredible. I follow her on Twitter as well because she does a lot of like mathematic TikToks. Uh-huh. And she was really vocal during the Black Lives Matter protests, posting videos in full face, in full mug, full wig, awesome. uh, breaking down some of the myths that racists use to justify violence. So things about like African-Americans are twice as likely to commit a violent crime. She did a whole TikTok video about data bias and in full drag though, in full glamour. And I cannot that. wait to see her on on on. Drag She's race like, here are the numbers. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and she does like videos about how to calculate the percentage of a pizza. <laughs> oh my god! No, you need to know. She's so good. And, and if a train and, leaves the station at this time, how exactly? <laughs> what color but is in, the apple? <laughs> but in drag, bitch, it's so good. I'll send it to our little chat group. But she's in the cast. I'm excited to see her because she's in. Uh, yeah, what and I. I'm trying to get it. I can't do. Too, I can't talk. Anymore. Yeah, you know what? I I don't know how I feel about uh, Brooklyn Heights being. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Hater. I was like, why? <laughs> you don't have a great personality. You didn't have a great personality on your season. I don't know how this is gonna work. But I think that's where like Jeffrey Boa Chapman and bloody Stacey McKenzie are gonna come in and bring some sass and bring in the melanin, bring in some realness. Hopefully, we'll see because. Ugh, yeah. In saying that, it's sort of that thing of like what we spoke about a few weeks ago, how like Carson and Ross are on there and like what are their qualifications to be mm. a judge on this show, not being drag performers. I feel like it's similar with these two people as well. But I mean, yeah. they could be amazing. Like they could bring something to the show that we have no idea. Or if it's like Thailand, they're not really the focus. It's, you know. Yeah. I, I'm hoping. I just looked up. It's, her name's Kine. And here's some trivia. She's a math major at the University of Waterloo. She does. She's popular on TikTok in which she explains math riddles and theorems. <laughs> she has a YouTube account with over 107,000. She's the most followed contestant out of wow. the current cast. And she's incredible. So I hope she doesn't get, like, first out. Because, you know, when, like, the most popular one is, like, see you later, bitch. You're Peace. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time people listen to this episode, they've already watched it, most likely. And oh, my we God, might be, yeah. We might be playing the fool. Who knows? Well, that has been a lovely chat without Thomas Jasper mm. to ruin our <laughs> drag buzz. <laughs> what a shady after show. Love you, Tom. Stay tuned for some... some potential lockdown live streams yeah who knows but we love you thank you for supporting us <laughs> we support you bye, bye. bye. hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.